3: Hey, what's up? Welcome to Going Off Track. I'm Jonah. I'm Brad, and we are taping an intro for this episode. Taping on tape. Yes, I it was actually rubber tracks today, recording a song for uh, a charity comp um, for the Flint water crisis. Um, You're such a do-gooder. Because I'm such a do-gooder with Jamie Kilstein, so that should be that should be out now. Um, so check that out. And,
1: the bass uh, sounded pretty wicked on that stuff. Yes,
3: Brad played bass on it, <laughs> and he killed it. Um, Brad's an, still an excellent bass player. Killsteen, you killsteened it. I, um, it's pretty,
1: it's pretty waffly,
3: but no, it was good. Brad is, is not confident with it, but trust me, <laughs> it sounds really good. It's
1: a good track. Check it out. Yeah, support the kids. I don't think the kids are going to be able to listen to that
3: track, though. Yeah, it's 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 uh, a little explicit, <laughs> but it's you know. It's a passionate issue. True that. Um, yes. Uh, so So it's new, man. You look a little dogged. I was in Ireland. I got back. You got yeah, that hat. I've had a couple couple crazy nights. Chuck Reagan and Corey Brandon were here the other night, and I feel like I may partied a little too hard with those dudes. You had to, like, represent Brooklyn? I had to represent Brooklyn. I represented it. Good job. I definitely represented it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I broke some stuff. I lost some stuff, but I'm still in one piece. <laughs> yeah, you look good. Yeah, feel great. Um, Clean up
1: your act a little bit since you come coming back from Ireland.
3: I have. I've been trying to detox a little bit. Oh, Brad recently did a, a juice fast. I did. How did that go? Speaking of detox, it was good. Yeah, it
1: gets. E- I mean, yeah, it gets easier. Yeah, I do five days, which I just drink vegetable juice, nothing else. And, like, after the third day, you can kind of keep going. I did it, the last time I did it, I I went, like, six and a half days. I just was like, you don't care about food, really, after.
3: Do you get hungry or not really?
1: Yeah. But you can, I mean, you just drink a juice. Yeah. I drink, like, three or four juices a day. And And I like, like, like like juice. It's like I make, like, a carrot. And I usually do, like, carrot, ginger, celery, maybe beets, kind of whatever's around.
3: Interesting.
1: I make some of them, I go out and buy some of them, depending on where I am. Yeah. But yeah, dude, it's like, the third day, you just get this, like, kind of quietness in your head. It's, like, it's very relaxing.
3: Yeah, I want to try it. The
1: energy is, it's tough with the energy. Like, I wasn't, I didn't ride my bike to work. Okay. I mean, I actually did a couple days, but it's just after the, like, third day, I was like, fuck it. Yeah. But then I just stay, the cool thing, I usually do it to like kind of launch like a month of health. Yeah. So like I kind of like going into the juice fast, I'll just eat like raw foods for like three or four days, stop coffee, stop drinking. And then this one I went for like two or three, like three weeks after I was done, I kept, I didn't drink. I didn't eat any bread or any like refined starch products. And uh, I didn't drink, but I this last weekend was my my wagon fall. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I drank, and I have done so every night since. <laughs> well, there
3: you have it, guys. The key to how Brad remains so youthful looking: drink juice. Uh, today in the podcast, we have uh, Steve Padula. I've known Steve for a really probably, probably about fifteen years. Uh, Steve is a guitar player on Thursday. Uh, He's also in a new band called States and Kingdoms.
1: He's also a really nice guy.
3: He's also a really nice guy. He also makes films, made videos, worked on a bunch of TV shows. He's working on a reality show now. Um, So Steve has a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. Um, And yeah, I've spent a lot of time on the road with Steve. And it's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like an easy guy to get along with. Pretty easy going. His mom makes these really good... um, rice balls, and she always brings them to shows in New Jersey. Oh, really? Yeah. They have, like, pork in them or something? No, I think they actually have rice, but they're, like, fried. Like Mm -hmm. They're, like, these circles. I've never had anything like them. I think it's, like, a super Italian thing. Yeah, yeah. But they're amazing. I know what you're talking about. And, yeah, I always have a lot of those, so (laughs) shout-out to Steve's mom. Steve's whole family's great. Um, His brother Joe's cool. Yeah, they're all great. The Padulas. The Padulas. Uh, Look them up. (laughs) If you're in New Jersey. Um, but yeah, we talked a lot about Thursday, States and Kingdoms, reality TV. All um, the stuff
1: you want to hear about. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All the hot topics. Um, so yeah, I guess without any further ado, let's uh, listen to this podcast with Steve Padula. It's going on
2: ah! Is it good to like, do this? Yes. Yeah. If you could do it a little louder. Not. I feel like. Can you put any- that? Do we need compression on my? Microphone? Yeah. Put it's that like, in stereo.
1: It's like an effect. Anything extra for the fans? Yeah. Other than just our voices over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Is get good. Think of that. Right. Yes. Jonah often stands on his chair and, and farts into. Yeah. His it's mind. Great. Wow.
3: Very nice.
2: <laughs> the yoga comes in handy for that, I'm sure, because you have to balance Dude, on his chair. Totally. It's not easy.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. Hi. <laughs> right. hey, we're here
3: with. Steve Fadula from Thursday Hi. and you might know him from um but it's Friday it's yes <laughs> we got it in already happened um I totally know the name of your current band States and Kingdoms States and Kingdoms but like you want to hear him say it yeah I want to hear you say <laughs> it and that's dudes from Small Brown Bike is that
2: Jeff? Jeff from Small Brown Bike, who's also in Unwed. Right. And I can't keep track. I feel like he's in a million bands. Yeah, he is. And uh, uh, Ian Love from Rival Schools and Tyler. And that's it. We started off as a seven piece, I want to say. And now we're four. Okay.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I saw you guys play, maybe at like the Music Hall or something.
2: Yeah, that was with Texas.
3: With Texas. Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of people in the band, it seemed like. There were six at that time. Okay. Yeah the first practice was seven wow yeah so <laughs> and now four um was that sort of just that's just kind of how things shook
2: out yeah i mean it's it was just the the you know the attrition logistics. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> the attrition of like you know logistics just of adults being in a band and right you know having families and moving and not you know being too busy and whatever so was
3: it a, it was like an ex member of some other
2: big band too right Uh, Jason Genevico was in, in the band for one or two practices. Okay. And he He was was, in the Promise ring. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: Gotcha. Yeah.
2: Nice. Yeah. And it was funny too. I think, I think when Ian called me to do it, he, he was like, uh, I think Chris Daly was going to be involved too, or he was trying to get Chris Daly. And, um, it was for me at the time, I was just like, holy shit. I got to play in a band with all these dudes. I, you know, used to go see all their bands or whatever. But, uh, it's great now, like, everyone's awesome, you know, Jeff kicks ass. On, yeah, you he's, know, so.
3: he's great, he's yeah. a great drummer. Yeah.
2: Uh, you just,
3: Chris Daly, you just reminded me Uh-oh. of, no, do you remember this? That time we taped that Texas is a Reason thing at their practice? Yes. Oh, and, yeah. Brad, this is so funny. <laughs> Steve was like, the, Texas is a Reason when they got back together, when was this, like, three, four years ago? Something like that? Yeah. Who knows? Can't keep track. Um, Steve was like we're gonna make this like they wanted to make this like short like teaser video or something and Steve does all this video stuff so he was like do you want to come ask him questions or something and I was like yeah and he's like all right we're gonna like go to their they're practicing tomorrow we're gonna go and I was like uh I don't know like it's kind of far it's in midtown (laughs) keep in mind this is like Texas Reason hadn't played in so long and literally we got there and they just played like their whole set I was like Me and Steve were the only people in the room. It was like a private Texas is a Reason show. (laughs) And afterwards, I was like, Steve... I was like, that was awesome. He's like, yeah, dude, you were acting like you had to go to, like, the dentist or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, I had no idea what it really was. And, I, yeah.
2: That was I was great. like, I, I thought you were into the band, so I figured it would be something you would enjoy doing. <laughs> I, was. I, just,
3: yeah. I was. I just. I was like, uh, I don't know. I'm just going to be so... interviewing. I don't know. I don't know what I thought. <laughs> I'm an idiot. You're so New York. Dude. So New York. It's like, it's yeah, like, anything what? good happens to me. I'm like, uh, I have to leave my apartment.
2: Yeah, Manhattan's so far. Yeah, it used to be that you guys wouldn't come to to Jersey. Now, like, not even Manhattan. Yeah, (laughs) you're you're in Jersey still. I am. Have you ever thought about moving to Manhattan? Uh, I, well, yeah, I've thought of moving there or Brooklyn, but you know, for a number of reasons, it's just I I bought my apartment. Okay, uh, you know, years ago, so it's also. You know, yeah. sort of tied to it at this point, you know. Yeah, man. Where are you exactly? Uh, a town called North Bergen. So okay. So it's, it's not far at all. Like, there's a bus right outside my door that goes to Port Authority, so it's super easy. Nice.
3: You know? Um. So what What kind of stuff do you do for work now? Because you were—I know you—we had Paul Schneider on the podcast mm-hmm. really early on, and you went to to School, school with, with him. him, yeah, yeah. And some other—like, was that Danny McBride and a bunch yeah, of those Danny, dudes?
2: Danny McBride, uh, David Gordon Green— um, Tim Moore, who's another DP, like that whole class, like the year above mine and in my year, like they've been doing a bunch of stuff. And a- and actually now, like there was just like sort of a magical time at that school, I guess, because even the year year or two below me is Jeff Nichols, the director who did like Take Shelter. And, oh wow! Uh, um, what was it? and Mud was I think his last one, and now Midnight Special is coming out soon and stuff like that. But yeah um so yeah i mean i studied cinematography and then somehow wound up in a band that was more than a hobby <laughs> even though i never thought it would be because i felt like
3: because i i know like jeff and some of those dudes went to Rutgers, but then dropped out when the band picked up mm-hmm. i mean was it you were a little older so you were able to finish is that how it worked or? so
2: yeah i had graduated and okay. You know, I, you know, I'd seen Thursday play and, you know, just going to shows in New Brunswick. I still had friends there and my, uh, the guitar player, Frank from my brother's band was filling in for them. Okay. And so then eventually he was just too busy with his band stuff. So he said, Hey, Steve's like freelancing. Why don't you call him? And so that's how that happened.
3: Gotcha. So, I mean, what was it sort of like those sort of early Thursday days? Like, how do you sort of look back on that?
2: I mean, I remember just being like super excited because I, you know, and I always preface to them. I was like, look, films first for me. I want to do this is what I want to do. But, you know, whenever I have time, I always wanted to be in a band and play music and never got to do it, you know, you know, even full on on that level where it was like, you know, shows on the, you know, regularly and stuff like that. So I was just like, you know, really excited. I was like, yeah, you know. Eventually, basically, it shifted. It shifted to like, "Hey guys, if you ever need somebody, like, I'll give, I'll do this," you know. And thinking, you know, what's what could it last three years? And then, you know, right. of course, thirteen years later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
3: what? Uh, but you were sort of still doing film stuff. Like, I, I remember, like, yeah. when we were on like Warped Tour together, you'd be like filming Andrew WK's set, like you yeah, were d- yeah. directing stuff. Like, it seems
2: like you were always kind of doing that as well. I, I always try to. I mean, it's something I enjoyed, right? Like those were always my two uh, loves: were like making movies on some level, and then uh, playing music. So I kind of was just like wanted to keep it going. And then at the time, that was it was like sort of at this time when like mini DV format happened, and like it made it so you can actually make sort of be- way better content than than you could have in in the yeah. in the past, right? Like because before that, it was just like vhs and crap you know so that was like the first jump where everyone was like oh wait you can actually even make a video that'll be on mtv with this you could format
1: yeah you can you edit it you can edit it
2: yeah exactly that was the big thing the digital just, revolution yeah final cut <laughs> happened and then you were like oh wait you mean i could just do this i don't need you know a ton of money to do it Yeah. and so we were on island at the time and um they needed all this stuff during that sort of explosion and it just worked out that i was on warp tour and i was like i'll i'll do that i'll shoot all the island bands and edit some stuff together so, so it was like autopilot off yeah like. yeah it was autopilot <laughs> off andrew wk
3: and it was uh probably like american hi-fi american hi-fi yeah yeah we had those guys on here oh awesome. last year uh jamie is or stacy is miley cyrus's musical director i
2: heard that and yeah. jamie plays guitar yeah. for her it's pretty cool that's amazing yeah. yeah yeah so i i heard that and it was like i think he's been doing it before she sort of really, yeah, he, he before started, the new yeah, they were, like, happened. when she was like <laughs> Hannah
3: Montana. Yeah, If like, this exactly. girl wants to start playing music, yeah. dude, would you be, and he's like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy how so many people, because I met you guys when I, the first year I had Warped Tour for AP, 2002, mm-hmm. and so many people from that, like, are doing just, like, crazy shit now, it yeah. seems like.
2: Yeah, it, it, it's weird. It's funny how that whole world works. I remember, too, like, you know, when, when again, when we were on island, I was, like, Right, what else can what else can I do? Like, I wanted to do more, you know, I wanted to get into also, like, trying to do scores and stuff like that. You don't really realize how difficult that is. Like, everyone, every musician thinks, ah, I can do that, you know? Right. And then once you start trying to communicate with non-musical people about what they actually want for a scene, it's so frustrating. But a- anyway, I had, you know, I was trying to talk to the label about doing stuff like that, and I think at one point they gave us, uh, they gave me and Tim, I think it was a, Haley Haley williams demo is that her name yeah. Haley from yeah yeah paramore. From paramore. they're like hey would you be interested in like working you know like song doing trying to do some songwriting and stuff and uh that we you know at the time we were just like this isn't what we were trying to do at all right and that's funny you know like years later <laughs> you're like holy shit paramore is huge yeah <laughs> and and yeah and tucker playing
3: with the 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 wanted and all that yeah stuff. Like yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's really funny.
2: Yeah.
3: It's cool, though. Yeah. It's it was, cool to see what happens, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, what kind of, because you, uh, so Thursday breaks up, and then, what's it, like 2012 or 2011? I think it was four
2: years ago. Four years ago. Yeah, that is. Yeah, and you,
3: 2012. You Who know, I feel like, yeah, you're right. It's like, it all feels the same. Like, I feel like I was like sitting this morning, like coming here, I was like, should I do some research? And I was like, man, if there's like a topic I know about, it's Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like, it I will be all right. Yeah. So much time with this band. Yeah. But uh, you were sort of working,
2: doing film stuff sort of after the band or what kind of work? So like as the band was sort of coming to an end, I had started doing more film work again. And uh, by chance, actually, this is how it happened. Um so, a friend of mine called me while we were on tour and was like, Hey, we're doing this new show on HGTV and like, we, you know, renovate kitchens, you know, for people. And it's like, surprise, you got a new kitchen. Not surprise, but like you're involved in the process and, but you get a new kitchen. And, uh, my friend was like, what's your kitchen? Like, do you want a new one? And I was like, Oh, whoa, this is gonna be awesome. You know? But then I started thinking about it and I was like, Hey, actually, you know what I need way more than a new kitchen is a job. Right. <laughs> so, I would love to like shoot some stuff and then that I I rolled right into shooting the show called Kitchen Cousins for HGTV. So, I shot that for a couple of years and then there were like two more incarnations of that show. It was always it was like Kitchen Cousins, then it was like Cousins uh on call, then it was Cousins Undercover. So, I did all that stuff and then yeah, that's how it, I started back into doing the film stuff. And now I'm doing uh, a show called Burgers, Brew & Q with Michael Simon. And, Cleveland. Food Network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sucks, man. His restaurant, uh, Lolita, just burned down there. Oh, really? You yeah, serious? Yeah. I didn't hear about Luckily, that. Luckily, no one got hurt, but...
3: Wow, that's yeah. wild.
2: Yeah, it really sucks. He's a great dude, too. Yeah. So, you know, you actually, you know, you never know what you're going to get when you're working on these shows and stuff, but he's awesome do you guys talk about one life crew and integrity no uh <laughs> he but he he told although uh, no but he's like friends with like a lot of musicians and he just told me some pretty fun van halen stories and you know that sort of thing okay. actually he had uh he's friends with uh kings of leon okay and, like caleb was on an episode or whatever oh nice so
3: um getting back to hgtv let's do it uh <laughs> You wanted a kitchen? Well, no. Like my so my friend Dave Lewis was on one of those shows where like they redo your your bathroom mm-hmm. and uh and he was like it looked like they did it in like two days and he was like dude they were there for like two months uh-huh. and then someone else maybe it was, Steven, was on got pitched on a show and they were like it was like we're gonna build you a man cave but like you still had to pay for part like it was still like five grand or something right, right. I mean
2: like how fake is that shit? <laughs> um. It depends on it depends on the show on on the show I've done a okay. couple where it's um, some of them are basically like there's a budget from the network that's like here you know this is what we're willing to donate, but they need the homeowners to be involved uh with some sort I don't know what the cutoff amount was, but they put in some money and whatever and then they make the show um when we did uh, most of those shows they were most of the shows weren't time related. Sometimes they were, but when they were, we actually like, they actually did it for the most part. There right. was a couple of times <clears throat> where you sort of had a, maybe fudge it or whatever, but there were several times where it was just like, no, like they're coming home right now and like they're finishing it or whatever. But I think that also just might be, um, uh, the production company that I mostly work for, uh, They're also friends from from college, and I think they just shoot it that way. I think a lot of other people don't. You know, they do, like, hey, wait, this is a TV show. Let's just, like, stage all of it. Right. And we've always just, like, been like, let's try to make it as real as possible because we're not dealing with actors on on top of things. So, like, you want, like, real reactions. You want the real, you know. It it makes it harder in a sense because then you have to um, sort of roll all the time. Instead of, like, yeah, some, that, that show, some shows... That was my next question. Yeah, some shows get in there and just, like, um, you know, these are the beats we need, and then they just get the, like, checklist, get them and whatever. When we were doing... We did the show... The, the last incarnation of the Cousins show that I worked on was um, Cousins Undercover, and it was a surprise show, and this was, like, straight up, like, somebody in need or, like, that des- deserving would get some crazy renovation. Um, like, we did one for... Um, uh, a vet that lost his leg to an IED and and stuff like that so like it it felt good in, in that regard too but I remember the shooting anyway shooting the pilot of of that show it was just like exhausting like it was brutal work it was because you'd sit down for five minutes to try to like you know get your bearings and they'd be like what are you doing roll, roll, roll. <laughs> like go he's carrying this you know you're like <laughs> Dude, I shot him carrying the thing all the time, like, you know, for an hour already. What are we doing here, you know? And they're like, well, what if it drops this time? You know, like, ah, so they, they wanted to get it like that. And, and, and I get it, you know. It, right. it is just, it's demanding when you do it that way, you know. Um, so how many
1: times do they shoot the reveal?
2: Uh, We only shot it once. Really? Yeah, we would shoot okay. it once. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I, I'm sure, you know, it, it happens like, and, and I think, look, when you're dealing with those shows, like some of those people are actual, uh, like actually in that business and can actually do all the things that they're doing. And there are others that are just like, you know. They're talent, and that's it. They don't, like, right. know how to, like, go build a deck or something, but they just get a- enough shots to make it look like it. Oh, really? But so I think that depends, too. So, like, when you're doing... It depends on what show it is, but, like, I'm, I'm sure that happens where it's just, like, totally fake. And then there's times where, like, on our show, those guys, they had a uh, a construction company, and they did all this stuff, and they knew what they were doing. Right. So it made it... um I'm, I'm sure in a lot of ways it made it easier, you know, because we didn't have to, like, excuse me, really pretend you know we didn't have to really fake it that much
1: makes it easier yeah don't have to fake it yeah no.
2: exactly
3: do you this seems like not the kind of stuff you would probably watch in your free time like no. Are, you, are
2: no not at all <laughs> none of it yeah
3: do you watch like reality tv or any of that kind of stuff no no no
2: not not at all it, it was funny in fact when we did when i got the call for burgers brewing q and they were talking about michael simon and i was like who's that and they were like he was Iron Chef for like forever, and I was like, I, I don't know, I never watched the show. And then once I looked him up, it was like, it was like a you know somebody revealed a curtain. Like, I was like, how did I not know who this guy was? Every corner I turned, there was like a photo of him on a bus or something. Yeah, and yeah. you know, uh, yeah. it's just weird how like when you're not sort of aware of that of you know certain worlds that you're like they might as well not exist. Yeah. and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is everywhere. What am I blind? You know? Yeah. So no, it's not it's not what I normally. <laughs> It's it's not even necessarily like I enjoy it. I I have a great time. Like the I, I've been so lucky. Like the crews on all those shows have been awesome. The the hosts of the shows have all been great. So like it's been a lot of fun. But it's not like what I you know film wise what I'd really like to be doing you know. But you know hey you got to pay bills right. <laughs> yeah, totally, dude. Yeah.
3: What um do you still like? Are you still working on sort of your own sort of film stuff on the side or
2: I'm trying to um. There's, like, very preliminary talks about, like, a couple friends that are trying to, like, get projects off the ground that hopefully I can shoot. But it's, it's tricky because, like, even though, like, I have friends in that world, like, for the 13 years I was doing Thursday, they were, like, becoming awesome at what they did. So I'm, like, playing catch-up. You know what I mean? Like, it's – there's definitely a little bit of a learning curve with that sort of thing where – we're not learning. It's just the experience, you know, like, those yeah. guys – I've been making movies and TV shows nonstop. So, um, you know, I'm just trying to find the people that want to do the smaller projects that it makes sense for me to do right now, you know?
3: What was it like for you sort of when Thursday stopped after sort of doing that for 13 years? Was it sort of like, now what?
2: You know, I think I always thought, you know, just think, I would always think like at some point this is either going to slow down or stop. And I always just thought it would be pretty easy because I had uh, – you know, the background in shooting and editing and stuff. And I want to be, I got lucky with getting those shows, but it's been really hard, you know, like freelancing is, it sucks. Like it, it's, it's awesome when you're like, okay, I need a break and I can go take a break. Oh, but, yeah. but when it's, when you need the money and, and there, and it's, and it's dry, like you're not going to work. It's, it sucks. You're like freaking out. It's anxious. Yeah. Yeah. Exa- exactly. So, um, <clears throat> uh, what was the question?
3: <laughs> <laughs> like sort of what was it like sort of I guess oh, adjusting oh. after doing the band for so long
1: becoming it, a civilian.
2: Yeah, yeah. it was <laughs> it was weird. It was definitely it was definitely weird, but I think in a lot of ways I'm almost feeling it more now than I did immediately cuz it just seemed like the longer it went without without it. It was like cuz you'd have this I'd have these times where like I said like where you'd be when's the next job coming? And I'd be at home like you know either trying to find a job or hanging out and it just was like it was still similar in the sense of like oh well when am i going on tour again or right, like, when right. when are we going back in the studio and it took a while for that feeling to wear off and be like wait wait a second like no that's not happening <laughs> you know so um it was it was definitely an adjustment i think it affected i think it affected all of us like st- in a sneaky way that we didn't realize. I mean, for sure, there was a lot of surface stuff. We're like, "That sucks." Like, that was a big part. That was our life, you know, for a long period of time. So it was weird. It's like it's like getting out of prison or something. Not that it was a negative experience, but like yeah, yeah. when you're like reassimilating into the world, you're like, "What is going on here?" Um, but uh, I think there was like the the surface reaction of like, "Oh, this sucks." That that's chapter is sort of closed right now or whatever. But then I think there's also the sneaky undercurrent that happens and you're like, don't even realize. And then eventually you're like, oh, shit, that sucks. <laughs> you know, I miss doing that. Yeah, and, yeah. Know, whatever. So
3: do you still keep in touch with a all, lot of those kids?
2: Yeah, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, regular basis. I try to talk to all of them. I mean, there was I think there was like a period of time where I think everyone kind of needed some space or whatever. But I've never had any ill will or anything. So, I,
3: yeah. Um. It's crazy. I mean, we were talking about that at the driver in reunion mm-hmm. earlier. It does feel like every single band has like gotten back together. And like not even gotten back together, but like gotten back together again. Yeah, like, I feel like braid, like at the it's like the yeah. reunion it's like now like the third time. Right, right, right. I mean, right. I mean, do you feel any pressure with like whatever like thrice is putting out a record like those guys kind of broke up the same time as you and you guys were so sort of
2: our trajectories were like exact like that was mirror so images. weird was so fucking weird they got
3: signed at like to the same label like the same, same time. time i remember when i did my first cover on them for ap it was like a split cover like half thursday half thrice yeah and they were like the same kind of genre
2: yeah it was and it was weird too because like when we were both coming up like it was like they were the we- doing exactly what we were doing on the west they were doing it on the West Coast, and we were doing the East Coast. It was just, like, this weird coincidence. like. But everything seemed that way, where it would be like, you know, we'd hear, like, their record would come out. And I'd be like, I wrote a part just like that yesterday. <laughs> I guess I have to change it now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there was so much Or, like, like Visu,
3: like, when they had, like, the Dave Eggers art. I was like, this seems like exactly something Jeff would do. Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There was a—it was a— separated at birth yeah separated at birth or like the you know collective unconscious stuff but right. like really strong between the t- like our two camps it was pretty weird it's
3: called i believe it's called parallel thinking oh wow. i learned that because that's like parallel a big group th- thinking. did you learn
2: that at singularity school
3: <laughs> no we should talk about that though <laughs> uh i learned that because it's a big really big issue in comedy because mm-hmm. there's so much stuff with, like, oh, joke yeah. stealing and right. stuff. and But especially with, like, topical stuff, people will just come up with the same, same jokes. Joke. And yeah. then someone will be like, well, this person's been doing that. You stole it. But yeah. it's like... How do it, you know that they did yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, there's been this whole thing with, like, Amy Schumer mm-hmm. recently. And it's, like, it's, it's so ridiculous because it's, like, why would someone like Amy Schumer who's on, like, going to put out a national special be like, I'm going to steal this, like, joke from a... a unknown comic from their special in 2006. You know what I mean? Like, it's, there's, it's just kind of crazy to me. Like, I'm sure some people do that, but like,
2: there are, people
3: are going to think of the same things.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it, right? No, absolutely. But that happens in, in everything. And I remember, you know, in film school, they always talked about it too. Cause like, if you think about it, there's always like pairs of movies that happen at the same time where it's like, uh, oh yeah. Dante's Peak and Inferno, or like Armageddon and Deep Impact. Well, what was the one? And there was
1: one a couple of years ago. It Was two movies on about some historic figure at the same exact time? Who the fuck? What was that?
2: Well, they just did the Steve Jobs one. There was two of those. Oh, but oh yeah, not the same it, was time.
1: More, it was way more like random. It's somebody uh-huh. who's been dead for like hundred years. Or
3: something. Well, then they both had like the the Seth Rogan <laughs> and the Kevin James like mall cop movies. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah. Like, so I remember being in, like, spoon writing class, and they were talking about, like, whatever, you know, original idea you think you, ha- you have in your head, someone is writing it right now. Right. Like just yeah. so you know.
3: I was talking about this yesterday with someone, and it's kind of weird, because I don't feel like it's like that so much in music. Like, obviously, if you sample something, but no yeah. one's, like, you did, like, you know, like, I feel like Blink-182's, like, done, like, the same, like, punk pork progression that No Effects did, that 800 right.
2: band. No one's, like, you ripped that riff off, like... Yeah. For the yeah, most part. Yeah. I think it's just more like accepted that, like, that's going to happen to right. a degree. But then there is there are times where people are like, that's, I wrote that. It's like, I don't, do you have like a patent on <laughs> G, A, and D? You know what <laughs> right, I mean? Like right, every, right. That's the thing. Know, Music
1: is math. Yeah.
2: Math is going to repeat itself. It, exactly. There's only so many yeah. variations, right? But that would happen all the time, too. Like, I, you know, I would, we would record something and then a year later or something, some song would be come, on, come on and be like, oh, shit, I just stole that vocal melody and made it a guitar part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know? Totally, like, totally. And and it's like, you don't even realize it at the time. No. You're like, oh, this is awesome. And then you're like, oh, that's why it's awesome. Yeah, and it's, that's you know? just subconscious. That's,
3: yeah, and that's another th- issue in comedy. Like, people will come up with jokes and then they'll realize, like, oh, I did hear someone do that, yeah. like, a long time ago and I didn't even realize it. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like, because st- you're taking in so much.
2: Yeah, I think the trick is, like, what's the intent? Like, if you're purposely doing that... Right. Like, I remember... uh I feel like wasn't there like that big Joe Rogan Carlos, Carlos Mencia thing yeah. that happened, and he was and, just
3: insane and just, yeah, just literally just taking other people's and pets. like
2: and and like open like opening acts for his like, right. He would yeah, do yeah, the yeah. joke before I they did he it was, or something. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's
3: an insane video of Joe Rogan like calling him out on stage, yeah. and then, like at, I mean, like it was it was crazy. I think he was like mentally ill, sort right. of. But um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I, everyone I know who's, like, you know, obviously my sister's a comedian. Like, yeah. everyone I know who does a lot of stand-up who's good at it is, like, if I find someone that's, like, and I find out that we're doing the same bit, like, I'll just be, like, oh, I just won't do that anymore.
2: Right, yeah. You know, like, yeah. it
3: happens, but yeah. it's, like, yeah, it's intent.
2: It, exactly. Is it is it intentional or not? Um, I said the, You know, I think it was on the Rogan po- podcast. They were talking about a story about there's, like, a different version of that. Or, no, no not a different version, just different altogether, but apparently... Uh, Robin Williams would do that all the time, but, like, he would do this thing where um, he's just better at delivering the joke, mm-hmm. and then so, like, he would, like, sort of take someone's joke, but then, like, that person would get a check in the mail for, like, 30 grand. Right, right. Really? I rem- yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I vaguely remember this, too. Yeah, and it, just, it would just be, like, uh, like, basically, not like, hey, sorry, here's well, much money, whoa. you know?
3: It's also, like, in music you can reference, you know, like, Brian Fallon always references other things, yeah. like, But I remember there was that thing uh, with you guys in Godspeed. Oh, yeah. And that was kind of like that. I mean, you guys were both kind of referencing the same thing. Yeah. But they sort of thought you had ripped them off.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was the lyric from from the workforce, please take these hands and throw them in the river. Like, they have a song called that. And Jeff was saying that they came from, like, I think it was an Octavio Paz poem, which uh Ephraim's also into whatever but then I guess that and it was Silver Mount Zion and when they played I think it was Barry Ballroom at one point like he like started talking all the shit about us on stage like hey you guys know this band Thursday and then like people would like go you to know, whatever acknowledge it be we like well fuck them and I don't know what he said exactly or whatever but Trying to start a beef, man. Don't you know. Yeah, I just don't get that. Like, and it sucks. It sucks too. It's cause, good like, for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good, <laughs> good publicity. I don't understand that. The like, I love those bands, but I had it for a while when that happened. I was like, man, fuck them, and it made it hard to like get past that. Totally. But I just felt so weird. Like, e- even when they, when Godspeed did their reunion, and I saw them at Terminal Five, I'd never seen them before, and I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. But I just thought it was so weird. Like they have these like. All these, like, super posse projections of, like, hope and love and whatever. And then you read an, an interview with Ephraim and you're like, you couldn't be further from any of those right. things. Totally. Like, what, what is going on here? Like, you're full of shit. I mean, you make good music, but you're full of shit. You right. Know? Yeah. I just, I just said that.
3: Yeah, I like it. <laughs> We're getting all the, hitting all the controversial topics. <laughs> um i mean do you guys get a lot of sort of like people hitting you up like i love thursday when when are you guys gonna play again blah blah blah
2: yeah it happens and you know and there's it seems like there's a bunch of people that don't realize that we like broke up like we'll get messages on facebook still that are like hey come to you know wherever on the you know the next tour and it's like dude we haven't been active (laughs) in years now like sorry yeah you know we'll okay, get those next things time. but yeah. We'll next yeah, yeah yeah next time yeah. well
3: that's sort of how i've always kind of felt about you guys and i sort of have had this talk with some of the dudes in the band but i was like i feel like if you guys had broken up between records or something people would have been because i felt like you guys were so consistent that yeah. it was like you could just be like i'll see thursday next time like they come through here every we year played a lot yeah. 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 yeah which was cool i mean yeah. I, I always like seeing you guys but yeah i felt like people m- maybe just got so used to that that they yeah. kind of took it for granted
2: yeah, yeah, I could see that. We also sort of broke up at the top of a record cycle. Like it wasn't the record hadn't been on out that long. I don't think even, and we just were like later, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was weird. But I mean, it's it's. I guess you take for granted, like with the internet, you just assume that like if you put something up there, like everyone sees it. But right. Like, but even with the internet, people don't see stuff. I guess I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like. Yeah, I love it
3: when someone like announces a tour and they're like, "Can you come here?" It's like this is the routing for the tour. <laughs> yeah. like, this isn't like a poll census. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, kids. <laughs> it's the kids. Or like yeah. requesting songs. It's like, nope. This is a set list. Yeah, like these are the songs. Right. Or like. We talk about this so much, but yeah. (laughs) Or like the opening bands. It's like, get off stage. It's like, we have an allotted period of time. time. Like, we're not going to, if you don't like us, we're not, like the band isn't like, all right, we'll just, Headliner's going to play now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Jonah's Gig Justice.
3: <laughs> of Jonah's jaded <laughs> Jaded material. There's yeah. so much.
2: See, I think there should be a video series. There's, there's yeah, you a, could
3: teach a class. It would be just me being okay. cranky.
1: this is gig attendance 101. First <laughs> lesson there is. Does anybody tell me what this is? I'm holding this up here. This is a set list.
3: <laughs> um, what? Speaking of the singularity... <laughs> uh, what are you into like that kind of stuff are you into reading about it yeah i'm to... fast
2: it's fascinating for sure um i you know i mean i saw transcendent man uh, yes when that was sort of making the rounds and i saw that he has a new one out have you a seen a new it? documentary yeah no i didn't see that dude I'm. we're talking about Ray as well yeah raker as well uh so there's i think it's, a, it's either out or coming out and I was excited when I, like, heard about it, and then I watched the trailer, and I'm like, oh, boy. You know, really? it's, like, it's kind of like, there's a lot of weird, like, dramatized stuff, like, showing okay. the ideas, so, like, I feel, it feels like, um, there's stuff like The Transcendent Man, but then there's, like, staged sections that feel like gentlemen Broncos, like, I don't know if you've seen that, like, it, fe- it feels like a... Like a bad sci-fi movie was made, like weird. A, like not even a B movie, like a C movie. Like yeah, it's really that's weird. strange. I'll yeah. check it out. We'll have to watch the trailer after. I
3: alternate sort of between being like inspired by the stuff and being like, oh, like we're gonna like come up with all the solutions to everything. Living life's gonna be so much better. Or and then I alternate between like we're not even gonna make it that long. We're probably gonna destroy right. the planet in like a hundred years. None of this shit's even gonna. Yeah. Or, you know or we're going to create something so dangerous that we accidentally blow up and ruin the planet or something
2: yeah yeah no it's true but it's all, it's also i think the thing is that's fascinating about it is that whole exponential idea that's like present in the transcendent man Oh, where the just, moore's law thing or, that that, that curve yeah, once yeah. You, yeah so like might be like oh my god the world's going to explode and then like in the you know the, the 12th hour someone is just like here's this thing that fixes it you right, know right like they're like we just got that last piece that, you know, yeah. it, it it makes sense, like, on a, they they present a good argument for the way that works, just because, like, the, uh, you know, it's like, like he talks about inventing the keyboard or whatever and being like, oh, well, in 10 years, the circuit board's going to be ready, and then when the circuit board's ready, we can do this, this, and this, and then this will happen, and then we can build off that, and like, because they talk about him, like, he pre- not predicts the future like a Nostradamus type or something, but that he anticipates things... Right. Coming out like, and like sort of like, like he predicted in advance, like in advance when you know?
3: like a computer could beat a human at chess like right. when this right. could happen and like predicted a way out and it all happened at that time. I actually saw him speak uh, a couple years ago. Oh wow! And uh, they did q and A, Q&A, and someone was like, "I don't like technology. Like, what? What about someone like me who like you don't want to embrace his stuff?" And he was like, "Do you have a phone?" He's like, "She's like, yeah." He's like, "Well, every time you look something on your phone, you're going out to a cloud. That's sort of." Um you're already doing it. And she's like, I know, but like I think people are really freaked out by the idea of like implanting stuff in their yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, Well it's simple. He's like, evolution is just gonna be technological. Like you'll have these robots in your bloodstream that'll fight disease. You'll have you'll live longer right. and be healthier. So he's like, You don't have to do it, but it's evolution. You'll just die out. Yeah. If you're people that don't do it just won't survive.
2: And that's fine. And and you know, in a way, I just thought about this now, like it's sort of happening like already, like there's there's some implanted device now that they have that, uh, like treats sleep apnea or something. Yeah, and so like that's the same kind of thing. Totally. You know? And then on a way weirder version, I read an article about how they there's some like implanted switch for temporary vasectomies. <laughs> temporary. <laughs> but basically, there's a switch so you could turn it on or off. Yeah, I heard about that too. Push I think the switch. It's it's <laughs> weird. Like the diagram was a little weird. <laughs> Well, I think Uh-oh. the problem... Like, you would feel the switch under your skin and be able to move it. Right. That's fucking weird. That's and awesome. The, yeah.
3: <laughs> the problem is sort of... Not the problem, but, like, like anything else, it, like, eventually just becomes, like, an economic thing where it's, like, poor people aren't going to have access yeah. to stuff, right, rich right, people right. will, and it's, yeah. like, never, like, a level sort yeah. of playing field. Absolutely. I
1: like, it used to be 500 years ago. Yeah.
3: Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh... I read this article today in the New Yorker that was not really related to the singularity, but technology where you could take, um, for people with spinal cord injuries who are paralyzed, you can take, um, tissue from their brain Uh or like their nasal cavity or brain and inject it. And it actually like can regrow. And this guy who is paralyzed is like able to like sort of walk around now. Like he's in physical therapy and it took a while, but, and he had sort of a special case like, right. Um, but yeah, there's all this crazy stuff they're working on in stem cells. Yeah, so. stem
2: cell stuff's crazy. Too. Yeah, so it's yeah. going to be
3: interesting. Like it's going to be, it's going to be so weird. Like, I, but I feel like some of that stuff just seems so weird. Once you can like pick all the traits of your baby, and yeah, like that yeah. stuff, I like, or really don't think is that far
2: off. Yeah, like, it sounds I mean, it like, like, like a like sci-fi Gattaca. thing. It's, yeah, it's, have you ever seen that? It's no. Insane. Oh, it's a great movie, but uh, it's a little different. Where they. For them, it's more like you can go and you get a DNA reading, and then they're like, "You're gonna live to this long. You're gonna get this disease. You're gonna do this. You're gonna do this." And it's like you just know, like here's right. here's your right. life before you live it. You know, right? Um, Who wants that,
1: man? No, yeah, no,
3: yeah. I uh yeah. They were talking about this on Rogan. They were like, "This is like kind of the last era where it's like you're not because it's like, have you like this is the last era where like." You're not going to have access to this virtual reality. Like you're living sort of in the real world. Right. Like and already it's like you fucking walk down the street, everyone's staring at their phone. Yeah. yeah. So it's like already that's happening. But I mean I feel like have you
2: seen the the Google, like the cardboard? I just bought like a VR uh it, it's a it's like a plastic version of the cardboard thing. Yeah, someone
3: yeah. I didn't even really know about someone's told me about it last night. They're like for five bucks on Amazon or something, yeah. get this cardboard thing. That like you slide your phone into and it's actually like VR. What is it? Does it is it
2: good or? I don't know if I got a shitty headset or not. I think it just depends on the content. Like Uh the problem I have with it is that it's it's not sharp. Like it's a little blurry, a little out of focus. It seems like, but uh, it's crazy. It is crazy. And the other thing I haven't done yet, which I think is uh, a big part of it, is when you put the earphones in. So basically, you put this. It, it looks like a miniature version of lawnmower man instead of getting yeah. this giant thing like you just strap this thing to your head with your phone in it yeah and everywhere you look you're it, it tracks you know it's crazy like and they they have real footage like I think there's even a Foles video that you can watch that is like three sixty and like so if you turn around like they're still over there right. like it's it's pretty crazy like you're in the environment well
1: they're talking now about making films like this, yeah, yeah, and, like the idea of you know that uh, the yeah you could enter you could be in the film and yeah. the, and like it opens up a whole new like realm of like of how how to script it because yeah. obviously you have to draw people's attention when something happens yeah
2: yeah like look over there yeah there is there's one of them actually it's like uh, isn't it, is it that horror movie Insidious or whatever it is like I think they made like a you know a little promo thing for Google Cardboard and you um you know it's it's kind of fun like you're sitting there and like it definitely motivates you to look certain ways and then like something will pop up and scare the shit out of you, you know? Right. <laughs> like you're like staring at someone sitting at a table and then like they look like over there and then you look and then something just jumps out or blood splatter, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. But it's 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 definitely interesting and like promising, but I think it's, it's uh, well, I don't know. With, with Google Cardboard, I think it's more of an experiment because you're just using what you have with a phone. But right. like with something like Oculus Rift or these other sort of, more dedicated devices it might be a lot better experience i have a friend so, who know. did a
3: demo at his he works in publishing and he did a demo with a samsung one i guess mm-hmm. and it had these really crazy headphones this big thing and like when you turned your head he was like the sound would move oh wow like he was like it moved with your vision and sound and he's like that's a part of the freak man. i guess in one thing he was like at the edge of a helicopter, flying over stuff, and he looked down and, like, literally had to, like, grab the wall. He's like, yeah. I got vertigo. My, th-. He's like, because it's, like, your body oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. can't tell the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I remember when <laughs> I was... People a- cry.
3: People come out of the Oculus
1: Rift. Have you seen the YouTube videos
3: of people... Like uh, old people doing it? Or Yeah, just, like, and the, and there's an Oculus thing, I guess, where, like, people, you get beheaded... Oh, wow. and it's like the video of people, and people are, are like just freaking out. Really? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I mean I, I mean, I know
1: a guy who te- who is like a beta tester for the Oculus. Really? Oh, That's wow. where I get to check it out. And he was like, he was telling me about some of the titles. There was one game title he was that he was like, I I what I won't even play it. He's like, I didn't even want to attempt it. Right. I wasn't even interested in it because it's too hard. It was like a horror title. Right. And I can't remember what it was, but um, he. You know, pretty. He, he was beta testing, so he was using it and everything else. And he's like, this one game. He's like, I just know that it would be too intense, and right. immersive.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 crazy, right? Think about how shitty. Like, think about growing up 50 years from now, when like yeah. all media, video games, movies, everything is like this amazing virtual 360. And then like someone's like, check out Breaking Bad.
2: Right, <laughs> and you're like this right, fucking right, like right, 2D right. show. Yeah, like yeah. this
3: is. Do you guys really watch this? Like, yeah. no,
2: this was, like, the best show. But, see, I think there's going to be a while before it gets there. Like, before they are able to, like, take that technology and apply it to something with the depth of something like a Breaking Bad. Like, for now, it's going to it's gonna be like the 3D. You know what I mean? It's going to be right. like, you know, oh, it's kind of cool because it's in 3D. And, like, you know, you, we all see how that is now. Everyone's like, yeah, I don't really care about 3D. You know, right. like, there was an excitement about it, and it's still there. But uh, I think people are a lot less interested in it, you know? I. The cool thing is going to be
1: what they're not, what people aren't talking about is, is that you know, and they have this now with the Oculus Rift, is that uh, you wear these gloves, and so then your hands get tracked by the software mm-hmm. as well, so that you essentially end up interacting with real space, right? And like, and you can do the whole. He said you can even do the whole Minority Report thing, right? Right. You, know, you can. You can. You could. You can bring up your computer interface whatever yeah. it is photoshop or whatever and then you can do minority report on
2: it that's pretty awesome yeah
1: and and then you also can project it over reality so that he was saying oh he was saying that one of the things you could do is like he's talking about like virtual office space and stuff and he's like you can just dim the lights wow it can you know what i mean like yeah. you, could, you could just be you could literally have everything be pretty much normal and you just be like that's ah, too it's too light in here. And just dim the lights.
2: Yeah. In the room crazy. that
1: you're in. Like, just subtle, weird shit. Yeah, yeah. That's what I knew that not only was it going to happen, but it was going to be huge. Uh,
2: yeah. I think some of them actually now also come with, like, some sort of little camera that you have to put – you put sort of in the room in front of you wherever you are. And it can attracts tr- your body. So, like, if you walk – Right. Like, it it it, inter, it interacts in that regard or something. My it's,
3: Xbox One has that. Yeah. Like, it yeah. has a camera thing, and it, like, when I walk in the room, it'll follow me. It recognizes right. my face. Your you Xbox talk follows you? Well, it's funny because <laughs> I,
2: I... I turned that off because... Did you? Well, because it's definitely, like, when you have that setting on, it uh it's listening all the time.
3: Oh, yeah, because you used to say, stop listening, but who knows if that's really... Yeah. I mean,
2: uh, even well, turning it off, who knows if that's really... Right, <laughs> right.
3: Um, Yeah, it's funny. I have an Xbox one and all I use it for is like HBO Go and Netflix. I know. Like I've never played a game on it. at all. I have two games. I I, I got it. It's a long story, but I I got it with two games and they're still in the shrink wrap (laughs) because (laughs) I just feel like if I start getting into video games, I'm I'm unproductive enough sometimes. Like Mm -hmm. it'll just take over my life. Yeah. And then I sit there on YouTube for like five hours, and I'm like, well, I'm not playing video yeah, games. Yeah, just like, thing, you, guys, yeah. you idiots are wasting so much time. Yeah. Like, I just watched, like, like trampoline accidents for an hour. Right. <laughs> Amazing. There's a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, some of my favorite categories. <laughs> Escalator accidents, because wow. people will fall and then they keep going up. It's great. I, I
2: uh, seen those. Trampoline stuff. The, the um, trampoline one I saw recently that was pretty amazing was they took a a, uh, a clothes dryer that was like on its last legs and they put it on a trampoline and they f- put a giant brick in it and then hit go and the tra- and the thing is freaking the fuck out on, on a trampoline it's the, really yeah it's way more entertaining <laughs> than you would think it would be um, sounds awesome
3: Patrick from they turned me on to forklift accidents oh so, boy so not like gory ones like I won't watch stuff where people get hurt or killed yeah. but it's like just people like. Like trying to pick something up and just knocking over like just stacks yeah, of bottles yeah, 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 yeah. uh what's the other one I really like, oh, do you ever watch his videos of uh You know, like when a new phone or iPad comes out and the people will wait in line and then they'll smash it in front of everyone. This is a whole (laughs) genre where people will be waiting in line. They'll be like the new iPad and these kids will go. They'll wait all night. They'll get the new one and they'll get in line where all these people are and they'll just take a bat and just destroy it (laughs) and and just like to make a
2: video. (laughs) That's amazing.
3: Dude, there's so much... Crazy stuff like that. Yeah, I'll just yeah. spend
2: hours. Um, uh, it's so good. I, someone just posted one thing that was so I. It was so fucking bizarre. Um, and it's one of those things on the internet. Always, you're like, oh, I, I've seen it all. It's like, no, <laughs> never, you know. And there was this. It was these drunk rednecks, uh, two white dudes, and and there was a, a black dude there. But there was a uh, um, an electric chair. On this dude's porch that was, like, wired to a electric box with a switch and everything. And uh, <laughs> and in back of the electric chair is a Confederate flag. And I guess the whole setup is, like, the guy, the guy doesn't think it's real. So he's like, yo, check it out. And he gets in the chair. And so it's two white dudes strapping in this black guy into no, this no. electric chair in front of a Confederate flag. I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? You know, and then the guy like, and they're clearly wasted. Like, uh, they're talking about at, it's like eight o'clock. It's eight in the morning, and they're hammered. And uh, the guy str- like really straps them in. All of it. It's got, and it's the old school like, like cartoon one where it looks like you have like a, a strainer, like oh. a, a food strainer, like the, on your like head, the West know? Craven. Yeah, uh, yeah. What yeah. was that movie? Uh, Shocker. or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh. They he turns turns it on for like a second. The guy's like freaking out. They turn it off. And the guy the the guy in the chair is cursing out this dude like crazy. And suddenly the redneck guy is like, Don't talk to me like that. It's like, dude, you just (laughs) like electrocuted him a little bit. I think he can talk to you however he wants. Right. And and then he turns to the camera. He's like, Turn it off, turn off the camera. And it's just I'm like what happened after that? Yeah, who knows what happened after that? But right. also, like, what was the point of posting it other than you know what I mean? I, yeah, yeah. I felt like kind of fucked up. Do you think it's
3: it. real? It looked pretty real because I feel like I could all, be an idiot. I but, get tr- I get tricked by stuff all the I time. I do too, but I'm not yeah. saying it's not. But yeah. uh,
2: uh it looked pretty real. That's fucking and it was one of those things. Like you know, sometimes you see something like that, and then you're like. I uh, can't wait to read the comments more than actually seeing this yeah. video. But there was no comments yet. So I was like, because I was trying to figure out, like, what is, what's going on that's here? That's the spookiest that's, part. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty
3: creepy. Yeah. Oh, here's another good category. Parkour accidents. Oh, boy. <laughs> 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 dude, yeah. There's some really bad ones, but there's some, some are just, like, funny. Like the Just, just remember,
1: like, none of the audio matters, so you can listen to the podcast while you're surfing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Just, like, dude will be, like, trying to, like, show off and just, like, miss, totally miss and, like, fall off like a building or something there's some crazy shit though have you seen the ones in russia these people will climb these cranes Mm -hmm. and like at like the top of like these fucking skyscrapers and they are like literally like will climb these things and they'll be hanging off of them and have their friend tape them and it'll be like up in the wind like
2: like so high yeah
3: it's insane dude it,
2: it, it like makes that whole it's hard to watch fully petite like the walk yeah. thing look like nothing you're totally like, you're like totally oh, you're there's no safety net there's yeah you're all.
3: doing pull-ups on this crane like hundreds yeah. of thousands of feet. i don't know how high but did you see
2: high. the one of the uh uh somebody like two guys base jumped off of uh the, the world trade center before before it opened no. Yeah, it's insane, and they're wearing GoPros, like it's, the new one. Yeah, the new one. Oh, really? Yeah, like it was a while ago, and it was kind of crazy because, so some kid, you know, <laughs> I heard about this snuck, snuck by security and got like got up there, or whatever, He's and, taking like, selfies on the roof. Yeah, and 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 uh, he got all the attention from it. And these guys that did the base jump had done it, like, weeks ago or something. Like, they had done it a long they a, way They did it before early. him? Yeah, they did it before him. Oh, I didn't know that. But they didn't release it. And it was just kind of funny where it's like, they were like, oh, we're not going to get showed up by this little punk, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they just, like, released this video of them, like, on top of the World Trade Center and being like, see ya, and just jumping out. And it's insane because you see them, like, land on the West Side Highway and, uh like grab their shoots and then haul ass it's pretty amazing yeah it's like oh really you took a selfie up there well we jumped <laughs> yeah, off yeah of yeah that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you might have gotten attention first but we did it before you yeah and then yeah. they all they all like i think they knew some of the work they got obviously got in trouble and all yeah. sorts of stuff but that's crazy yeah. i didn't hear about that yeah it's the, the clip is pretty insane oh man yeah lots, um, of, lots of visual to this podcast <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is just us talking about videos you yeah. can't watch yeah I'll throw some, maybe some links in this one, some of my greatest hits. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, what's up? I know States and Kingdoms just played Saturday Um, with Shiner. Are are you guys like
2: working on a record or? Yeah. I mean, we have so many songs recorded and um, we just, we're trying to figure out like how or who should put it out and all that sort of stuff. It's just, you know, usually like you're in a band, there's like always the one person that like knows how to do all that shit. Yeah. None of us know how to do any of that shit, so... Which is funny, because you guys have all been in bands forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're just, like, not... That's not our strong suit. But anyway, Ian has a studio, so it's great. Like, we'll write a song and practice and then just, you know, over the weekend, go and record it or whatever. And uh, we have probably, like, I don't know, 14 songs recorded already. So it's a matter of, you know, finalizing some of the mixes and deciding how to put it out, you know? yeah. So yeah, it is a goal. Hopefully this year. <laughs> okay, cool. Are you?
3: Do you guys have any more shows? Sort of.
2: Not not at the not at the moment, but uh, we're hoping to be more active this year. So.
3: Yeah, because I feel that Texas show I guess was kind of a while ago. Yeah, so you guys have yeah. been playing for I guess in some form for like two and a half, three years. Yeah.
2: And we have nothing out. Isn't that, <laughs> isn't that awesome? <laughs> Dude, I know. At trust me. I know how it
3: goes. Uh, yeah, it's it is really hard to be in a band as an
2: adult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's much harder than i thought it would be it, it isn't and in a certain sense it isn't because i'm like i'm not stressed out that we haven't figured this out we just right. haven't done it you know like if, if we were like young kids that were like oh we're trying to get signed and you know all the stuff maybe it'd be different but yeah we're all just kind of like yeah we do want to get this out of here and we do want to play more shows and stuff like that but and we're proud of the songs but it doesn't have that same urgency and like trying of, to make it yeah exactly yeah like, what does that even mean now right know? right yeah, you have more good... YouTube plays or something. I don't know. You know,
3: <laughs> yeah, I feel like everyone is just still like wants to just get syncs, basically. Uh, yeah, that's like that that's is. yeah, that's where the money's. That's like the only place of money's at. I guess. Yep,
2: yep. Yeah, so we'll see. We're trying to get all that done and and uh, move forward. But but it's also a type of thing where because it's been so long, it seems like every time we practice, there's a new song happens. Right, and you always like that the best. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. so then you're you know prolonging and. You're know, like, oh well, maybe we should go down this path and see what else, what other new stuff happens. You know, do you, do you ever listen to Thursday? Uh, once in a while, like it depends on how uh, nostalgic I am that day, or yeah. if it randomly comes up or something. You know, like, uh, like on a shuffle or something like right. that. But um, yeah. So I mean, one, once in a while, it's definitely one of those things where, especially the last record, like we didn't tour on it that much so like it's not like we got to like live with those songs that much and the the way those songs came about like some of them were just sort of born in the studio that it wasn't like we were playing them forever and then recorded them and then play them forever on tour they're all like st- still comparatively new you know so it's kind of nice to go back and and check that stuff i out think and, that's probably my favorite record uh, no the yeah. evolution yeah yeah thanks i i me too uh, i mean Usually, band members always say that, though, right? Like the last thing they did is what they, yeah, for the, the first. most part, huh? Or the first sometimes. Well, the first, but I feel like the first is usually like, you know, listener perspective. You know, right, like, ah, uh, you guys changed. You know, like, yeah, or, And and I get it. Like, I have been. Like, I say it all the time, and it sucks when people. I always equated it to like if someone would say to us like, "Yeah, I love I love Full Collapse," and like you just put out the newest record, and you're like. It's like going up to somebody and being like, you know, ten years ago you used to be really cool, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you're not
3: anymore. But we didn't think that you were cool ten years ago, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's totally what it is. I don't know if it's you. But I was talking to someone. It's like, yeah, you put out like, yeah, whatever. Like you put out war all the time, and then people are like, oh, we love full collapse, and then you put out the next record, and people are like, we love World of Time. It's yeah. like, where were you when we put the record out?
2: <laughs> that happened with us all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, Full Collapse I, was the only one, I think, that there was, like, an immediate thing. And every other one was mo- mostly delayed. Like, delayed, like, appreciation for it or right. whatever. And, you know.
3: But I guess people still talk about it. And I said, it's weird. I like being on the subway and some girl will have, like, a Thursday Dove tattoo. Oh, really? It's like, yeah, it's, it's weird, like, where it pops up. Like, when I saw that remember i sent you guys that picture of that like business guy and yeah he had, like that was hilarious. there was like a dude waiting for the train like full wall street suit and he had this thursday tote
2: bag and i was like what the f-? and the, and the and the 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 artwork for it was like very like you know bi- like bid the thursday businessman right. you know for the workforce song yeah. or whatever you know that was so weird yeah was
3: there a story something um you know travis who directed a bunch of your videos yeah yeah, yeah. uh there's a story about one of your videos. I don't know if we talked about this with someone else in your band, where like you guys like lit a bunch of shit on
2: fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And like your amps burned or something or No. Uh Yeah, there was like a pyro video and it definitely felt a little bit like who are these pyrotechnics experts? <laughs> you know? <laughs> um It was definitely scary and I you know, but it it was fine. It was Yeah. Did you have any like
3: situations like where you were like in the band where you were like super freaked out by something like that? Where like you thought a show was unsafe or like you're you like had a crazy driver or crazy
2: drivers for sure that that definitely happened. Yeah. Um, I think it was uh, eh, yeah. Yeah. Luckily, like so uh, the moment we did Warp Tour, I think we had you do that thing where it's so stupid. You're like, oh, I want to. I want to be comfortable on Warped Tour when you get two buses like an idiot. (laughs) And uh, so the Uh. the crew bus, like, I remember before we even left, like, we were leaving for the tour. And it was parked in a parking lot in Secaucus, New Jersey. And some idiot parked their car, like, right in front of the bus. So, like, it was a little tricky for the bus to get out. But the guy driving the bus just pushed, hit the car and pushed it, like, two parking spaces over and then backed up and got out and claims he didn't see it but we were like watching from <laughs> our bus, and just like what the hell is going on <laughs> and uh yeah so you get people like that that just like don't and don't even, like what's the big deal and, like dude you <laughs> tr- just destroyed that car you know <laughs> yeah i mean there there definitely were other times i'm i'm, I'm oh there is uh Torah poison the whale in europe and they the bus we had like i think it was like festival time so like there was no there there was like they were like pull this bus out of out of like the junkyard or something apparently like it was uh the last time it was used bring me the horizon used it and like trashed the shit out of it or something like so the whole time like you know like the bus was leaking like so like you'd be driving and they'd be like water dripping on your face (laughs) like while you're sleeping which okay like no you know whatever that's that's Tolerable, you know, You're like it sucks, but whatever. But I remember we would be flying down the highway, and I was like downstairs brushing my teeth, and the door just fucking opened. <laughs> and we're flying down the road, and like it's not like a small door, it's really wide. And so, do- and, I- and I'm just like brushing my teeth, and I was shocked. Like, I didn't even react almost. I was like standing there. I'm like, I could die right now falling out of this thing, but like it didn't even register. <laughs> And someone grabbed me, like, what are you doing? Because, like, I was so, like, what's happening right now, you know? So, yeah, there are some experiences like that where, oh, it's, yeah, it's definitely terrifying. so.
3: Did anything like that ever happen to you when you were touring, Brad?
2: No. We always had vans.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same here, pr- pretty I mean, much. I've had
1: some terrifying experiences. Yeah. Terrifying
3: Mainly
2: van rods, too. Dry,
1: yeah. From Dino driving the van too fast.
2: Yeah. In yeah. That <laughs> We've had that, like when you have, yeah, somebody that just would drive the van. You're like, this is not your, like, this is not your GTI. I'm like, like yeah, there's a trailer attached to this. I actually, and, get there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we
1: did have a, we did shred a tire. Oh yeah, coming over the Mount, Rocky Mountains, on a trailer, and it like, like caught fire. Whoa! It looked spectacular in the rear view, as I was told.
2: I'm sure. We we drove back from the first tour we did with Saves the Day from, we were driving back from, like, Seattle, and there was, like, it was, like, right before Christmas, and there was, like, some crazy snowstorm, and we hit this point, like, we just wanted to get home. It was, like, the longest tour. And, uh, we hit this point where, they're like, you can't go back out on the road unless you have chains on all your tires. So, we get chains for all the tires and put them on. They were gone in, like, I don't know, five minutes. They just, like, broke off, and, like, so then we're driving again, and Tim was our, our best driver and like he was just like he was the guy that was like i don't trust anyone else i'm gonna drive this and and be as safe as possible and there was a point where we were driving and it was sliding a little bit didn't seem that bad and then like we looked and saw that our trailer was like next to us <laughs> and that was fucking terrifying Whoa. yeah the trailer just like jackknifed like Jack and was like sliding with us right, and we're like right. oh shit and then luckily like we just pulled over everything was all right and kept going so but yeah i i definitely have woken up many times terrified of you know you're sleeping and you're like oh my god we're crashing and you're like all right we're fine you yeah know? yeah well i'm sure you probably don't
3: miss that part of no that. definitely not. yeah definitely not <laughs> i mean do you see like you guys ever playing more shows again or sort of just see what happens or
2: i i think um i've said from day one like, when, when we decided, I was like, I can't imagine us not doing it again. It's just going to be a matter of when and how and whatever. Like, I love those guys. I love playing with them. I feel like, you know, there was a chemistry from an experience standpoint that was just not something that's easy to find. And it would just be a waste not to do that again, in my respect. Just, like, if people like it, great. But, like, for us, just, like, in terms of the experience... that. Experience of writing songs and recording them and stuff was pretty unique, I think. Like, not that I've been in a million bands, but like, it's just, it's not, it's not always like that, you know? And uh, so it would be nice to do again, for sure. It's just a matter, again, everyone's adults and, you know, bills to pay and, and all that sort of thing. But like, just, it's definitely something I miss for sure. But I, I, like I said, I always, I always was like, yeah, some point I'm sure it'll happen, you know? Yeah. I
3: mean, I, it's so crazy. My guitar playing is so informed by you guys because I read, that column you and Tom did oh, for yeah. Guitar World with War All the Time in Open D. And now that's the only tuning I can play. And every UN song is <laughs> oh, in really? Open D. Yeah. <laughs> I just started playing with a new band. I was like, can I play in Open D? And they're like, what? And I was like, I don't, that's kind of the only, only way, way I know I how to play, play now. And yeah, they're yeah. like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I haven't done it in a while. Like, there's something about it I think. Th- for me, that was, like, the Thursday thing. Yeah. And, you know, I've thought about it, because, like, honestly, like, I've been thinking about mentioning it even with States and Kingdoms, because I feel like it could be a cool thing with Ian's voice. Totally. Um, so I might pursue that, but, like, it definitely was... I was like, okay, we've done that a lot. I need to, you know, uh, steer clear of it a little bit or whatever. But right. but also, I think my approach to, like, being in this band was way more, like, I just... I don't want to initially at least i definitely didn't want to be like some like super not that i didn't want to be super involved but i kind of wanted to be like more along for the ride like hey i'm not gonna go crazy writing songs but i want to like contribute you know but also just i want it to be more relaxed and more fun you know yeah just uh at the end it got stressful you know obviously with the band but like not that thursday was a negative experience or not fun but i just wanted it to be different you know when i was doing this so yeah you know Steer clear of all those, you know, reminders, I guess, you know?
3: Yeah. And all
2: those, uh, jackknifing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey. I hope you, Padula, liked that one. Ooh. Cause that isn't really even a pun. <laughs> 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 I just put his name in a sentence. <laughs> You're really pushing it. Yeah, really pushing it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, uh, Steve Padula, if you enjoyed listening to him, you should check out his his band Thursday. They have like six or seven records and uh, States and Kingdoms. Check them out. They're still playing shows. I think they just played at Matchless. I'm sure they're playing. And check out, I guess, that show he's on. He's taping. The Padulas? No, not the (laughs) Padulas. The uh, whatever reality show is working out. I don't know. Maybe don't check that out. Steve probably doesn't have a lot of it's not like he's, like, directing it. He's not, he's not
1: getting any residuals. Yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah, he's not getting paid.
3: Yeah, support something where he'll get, like, four cents from Spotify. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of getting four cents, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can donate a dollar. I guess you could... Can you donate four cents? Ooh. Maybe you can. Enough people. Is that
1: really what, what it would be worth?
3: You, four yeah, cents? I guess it's a little insulting. <laughs> um Oh, yeah, uh, but yeah, if you want to donate a dollar, go to goingofftrack.com or uh, hand me a dollar, like that guy did uh, <laughs> in Portland, I think, and he then he tweeted at me recently saying I'm the guy that gave you a dollar, so thanks to that dude. So yeah, hand me a dollar. Or, or buy Jonah a drink. Or buy me a drink, yeah. You know,
1: think about it. By buying him a drink, you're supporting his habit and he doesn't
3: have to. Yeah, that's a really good point. Or buy... Buy, Brad, um, some juice or a drink. <laughs> buy me an IPA. Or an IPA. <laughs> um, you can also just, uh, if you don't want to give us any money, that's cool. Leave us a nice comment on iTunes or tweet at us or tell your friends about it. Um, yeah, we're coming up on 200 podcasts. Woohoo! So that's very exciting. Amazing. Yeah, it's amazing.
1: I never thought I'd live to see the day.
3: I didn't either. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> we still got probably like another month. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's very exciting. And, uh, so thanks to everyone for supporting the podcast and thanks to Steve for coming by and we will talk to you next week.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.